before the bloodbath begins, slither your way over to the host's socials. For the podcast, slash over to Twitter at the BHO underscore podcast. Instagram, the Baron's Hideout Podcast. Then stab over to Dean's Instagram at Dean of the Dead Hot Sauce. Listen to the show on your favorite apps and Patreon. Enjoy the sleigh and try to stay alive. For the next period of time, strap in as the hosts rip and tear at the unsuspecting guests and which deliver their dark secrets and methods of the genre. In this bloodbath, no one gets out alive. This is Within the Barrens. Door, Michael A. LaCicero. Um, so let's talk New England and tension building. Um, <laughs> Michael, how are you doing, man? I know we just kind of went Hello, over that sir. a little how bit, but uh, let's, uh, let's rehash that a little bit more. I'm doing great, tired. You know, as you said before we started doing this, you're a father. I'm a father too. My son's five, yeah. um, just started kindergarten. So um, oh, he's not home. Tough. I don't know what to do because <laughs> I'm so used to yeah. being around all the time. Oh, and they're they're all consuming, you know, when they are there. So yeah, you kind of are just like, oh, okay, I got, I actually have time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. But usually, you just want to kind of like rest, you know. I have two. I have a, a nine, nine and seven year old now. Oh wow! But, um, and they're still they're still uh, full of quite a bit of energy. It's it all it all like goes in shifts and phases, you know, where they're they're into new things and they're a little more grown up, but they're still they're still, uh, you know, wild and, and crazy, and uh, but it's it's great. Yeah, so. um, I love being a parent. I do. And it's also, you know, kind of tying into movies and whatnot, of uh, being able to kind of yeah. relive, like, your first moments of watching a film, like, through them sometimes is always so mm-hmm. cool. Um, I, I enjoyed that a lot, or just, like, doing things that you did as a kid, but doing it with them and being like, Oh, I remember this feeling, you know, it's it's absolutely. Oh yeah. And I, I'd like to think, and I'm sure you feel the same, but you know, I'd like to think I'm still a kid at heart and (sighs) and I, I have those exciting feelings, uh, you know, just getting to experience all those different things with, with your kids, whether it be watching a movie or, or, you know, going out and riding bikes and, or playing, playing soccer or something, whatever it is, you know, it's like, Oh yeah, this is fun. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, and um, it's it's a good way to kind of get away from the world too. Other than you no know, consuming movies so much like I do, um, but um, yeah. let's let's uh, go into you know kind of like where everything began with you. I always love to go back to the very beginning with any of the guests that I have on the show to kind of just discuss like where becoming a filmmaker or an actor or a writer, or wherever it may be, like where did it all originate with you? Sure. Uh, so I started out as, uh, well, <laughs> it originated with me just playing, uh, I played basketball growing up. I never did any theater or film or anything like that. And then I 
ended up going to a community college. I, I grew up in California um, and moved out here um, uh, when I was 18. So before I moved out here, I went to a community college for just one semester. And I don't know where the impulse to try it came from, really. Um, but I took a drama class uh, just to see what it would be like. And the first scene I ever worked on was the, the opening scene from Scream. And I was the killer on the phone oh, with Drew Barrymore's character. Yeah. That's and sick. I, I, I just fell in love with it. I, I was like, this is, this is so much fun. Uh, you know, speaking of feeling like a kid, you know, like you're getting, you're getting to play, uh, you know, use your imagination and be, and pretend to be someone else. And, yeah. and, um, and it's, you know, it, it was a lot of fun and I, you know, felt like I was, I was okay at it. And so when I moved out East, um, I ended up going to a uh, school in Franklin, Mass, Dean College, and, and I, uh, I majored in theater. I, I gave it a go. And, um, and then it kind of just snowballed from there. Uh, I, I did theater for many years and um, sort of transitioned into film um, in my later 20s. Uh, because theater, I, I, I love theater and, and will always do, and still do it now. Um, I, I try to do both, but I feel like film was a, a, a clearer, um, as far as like trying to, um, you know, create a, a career out of this, uh, film seemed to be a little more uh, something that might be realistic, even though it's a ridiculously hard yeah. uh, industry to get into. Um, but I, um, I'm passionate about both mediums and, and, um, and it kind of just fell into my lap, I guess, uh, so to speak, where, you know, there's a small community of filmmakers and actors and writers and directors in Rhode Island. And, and I, I became very close with many of them, especially doing a lot of theater. And, and then we, uh, you know, different groups of us and friends started uh, making movies and, and I was an actor and, and many, um, indie films uh, before I, I started my own production company. And, and I guess that kind of uh, I, working on other people's projects, I, I just I wanted to try and do it myself and, and see how it would go. And, 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 you know, the goal is to, you know, kind of create a hub uh, where actors and, and directors and writers have a, a go to 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 make, you know, independent original work. And, um, and I'd love to be able to kind of have this production company do both theater and film and, and kind oh, of wow. uh, and and podcasts and you know mixed media I want, I want to do a little bit of everything wow. um, and and I have a great great community of uh, talented people around me and and people who are part of my team of uh, JL pictures and and so so far so good you know we're, we've we got our first feature under our belt now and have scripts for for other ones um but it's a it's a really lengthy process and you know you just kind of take it one day at a time one project at a time and see what happens hell yeah that's that's awesome i always love hearing things <laughs> like that where people just kind of fall into um either making film or realizing hey it's a lot of fun i can go and do this yeah it's a lot of work but once it's done the payoff is amazing be like i did this sure. and to like yeah. you know have a company that you're um that you're wanting to do 
um, other things and help other filmmakers or anybody like that is really, really inspiring, I think, to a lot of people because there's a lot of companies out there that I think just want to use people just to get an output. You know, they don't care about what's behind it, no heart or anything like that. It's just kind of like we just want your content to just boost, you know, our library, essentially. Yeah. Um, so, the, you know, here from someone like you who is like, you know, really grassroots, really starting from the bottom, going in, doing theater, you know, networking and then, you know, knowing people <clears throat> personally and, and, you know, bringing them on and doing whatnot, I think is really, really cool. And that's something that a lot of people I think should hear and know that there are companies or production, um, you know, companies out there or media outlets that are looking for, you know, talented people because they like what you do and not just because they want to build something, you know, for their own personal yeah. gain. So that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, and there, there are many, uh, you know, I know many more of people like me that are more passionate and, and, um, you know, they, they just, I mean, we're all trying to, we're all trying to make something of, of ourselves. And obviously, you know, we were just talking about being parents and, you know, I work a full-time job and, uh, blah, blah, blah. But it's mm -hmm. like, I, obviously I want to make a career out of this, so you need to make money, but yeah. I, I would never do this if I didn't love it. And, and I think it shows in people's, uh, content, um, when they put work out there, uh, you can see if there's no passion behind it. Uh, you can see if there's, if they didn't really put the work in, it's, um, it's important. Uh, and, and it shows that mm -hmm. the quality of work shows a lot more when, uh, it's something that you really love doing. And I wouldn't be doing it if I, if I didn't love it because it's it's a lot of work, like you said, and yeah. and takes a long time, and it can be very not satisfying, uh, unsatisfying at times, um, and just feel like you're kind of hitting a wall and and not making progress. Um, but you got to keep at it, and uh, as long as you're, I used to always say to my wife actually <laughs> that, that you know it if I was depressed or anything was going, that was something was really bothering me. Um, if I was, if, as long as I was working on something, if I was, even if it was just working on a monologue for a, an audition or, or whatever it was, um, you know, if I, if I had some kind of, some kind of project to work on it, it really kept, kept me going, kept the spirits up. So that, that shows that you, you love what you're doing, you know? Hell yeah. And that, that's awesome. Um, and now, Going into the film uh, that we're about to talk about, you know, The Killers Next Door, you are wearing a lot of hats in here, and it kind of you know, kind of goes over things you were just talking about of you know doing things because you're passionate about it, and you you want to create this project to get people out there to see it. Um, so I kind of want to touch on that. Like, what was it like? You know, your first feature, like like it's, a, it's big. It's a feature. You know, it's out there. It was playing in theaters. Um, what was it like, you know, having to write, direct, and act um, all in the same same boat? Yeah, it was it was tough, and I honestly I wouldn't I wouldn't do it again. Um, I I prefer. <laughs> yeah, to, that's that's it, what it I was, usually hear from people when they, <laughs> when they are writing yeah. so many things. Like it's just too much, man. <laughs> it, it's it's way too much. I mean, luckily I had a, a really incredible team around me, and mm. we made it work. But um, I wouldn't I wouldn't 
I definitely wouldn't direct and act and produce and uh, do everything. I, I would much, I think um, being an actor and a producer um, is a more manageable um, juggling act. Yeah. Uh, but I, the directing, I would leave that. I would, I wanted someone else to direct originally and uh, it just came down too close to the wire as far as when we were, um, when production was going to start. And I, I, I just didn't have someone that I felt like, really had a handle on what we were going for it just made sense for me to do it because this thing was my my third child you know it was uh i lived with it for years as far as the writing process and and um we were also shooting on my family's property in new hampshire and everything was just so close to home and and i knew exactly what i wanted uh so it just made sense for me to also direct but i i kind of like would like to say unofficially it was more co-directing with my first ad helped out big time and also some producers you know i never wanted to direct myself as an actor i wanted um, multiple eyes kind of looking over what i was doing yeah and also because i was a first-time director yeah uh, so i it was a big learning process all around i mean i had really only um, produced a couple of shorts before this and had primarily been an actor on other people's projects. So this was, this was a, a monster undertaking because it was low budget, you know, micro budget. Um, and, uh, our schedule was super tight and we were on location in the, in the woods of New Hampshire. You know, mm. we, we, I, I've, I'd like to think that we took care of everyone, um, you know, considering what, what we were doing and the conditions and, and um, what we were able to provide, um, you know, everyone had decent housing and, and my family chipped in and my uncle and my mom were kind of, you know, doing catering and craft services oh, wow. along with this um, awesome woman who ran a, a, a country store down the road. She, she helped with the catering as well. And That's um, awesome, though. You know, it was very like gorilla style almost, but it was, yeah, it was, it was really cool though, because the community. This is a very small town in New Hampshire, and and people were really excited about it and, and into it and um, and supportive, you know. So we definitely made it work. But you you always look at things in retrospect, and it's like uh, there's many lessons learned and many things I would not want to to do again just to make yeah. the process smoother, you know. Yeah, that's so. that's awesome. <laughs> that's really really cool. Um, so. At this point, I'm going to pause this very, very quick because we're going to be bringing in a quick guest. Yes. And then we will be, we'll be right back. Awesome. All right. We're back. We took a very quick pause. Um, we have Josh from Horror Depot here. Uh, Josh, why don't you let everybody know like what you're doing? Because this you know, does have to do with the movie we're talking about. Yeah, uh, well, right now, Horror Depot is an app that I'm currently working on. Uh, but in the meantime, I'm having a lot of fun doing events. Um, I've done some killer events lately, and I'm super excited because I'm doing the killers next door again, uh, this yes. time in North Boston. The first time we did it, uh, geez, it, we had like 130 people uh, yeah. on headcount. So that was 150 seater. So we almost sold it out, that's you know, awesome. and that's pretty amazing um, for a red carpet independent film to just pack a theater like that. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. So I'm excited to do it again. 
and like I, I love the film and Michael is awesome and you have Michael here now so like <laughs> I shouldn't even be talking because it's not like it's my like so it is my name's attached to the event but Michael's the one that did all like he's the one that's showing it it's his film he's going to be the one on the red carpet he's going to be the one doing the Q&A so well, he's please. the one you should have all the questions for. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. Yeah, I couldn't have done it without Josh, though. He He's actually, I'll tell you how, how we even kind of hooked up. He he reached out to me on, I think, Facebook Messenger and was just like, you're going to play this film locally? <laughs> I, was like, I didn't even know him at all. I was just like, uh, I, I would like to. And I was like, what did you have in mind? And he's like, basically told me who he was and all about horror depot and what he was trying to do you know he's he's trying to bring you know indie film especially horror but you know indie film back into rhode island and 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 do you know set up screenings and and i loved that uh, you know because our film we just released on vod you know we didn't really have any theatrical screenings we released um during the pandemic so the one theatrical screening we had was actually at a drive-in um, which was fun, but you know we never had the proper like red carpet experience, and so he he talked me into like all right let's let's make it make it happen you know so we we teamed up and he had um he, he has many connections and and a lot of great people that helped us out uh, especially to run the event and um and we're gonna do it all over again because it was such a success in Seacock. so looking forward to it. Hell yeah. I I was actually really upset. I did buy a ticket for the last event you guys did, but I unfortunately couldn't make it due to work. Oh. So um, I was what I was about bummed. This one? I'll I'll be there. <laughs> oh yeah! Oh nice. I'll good, be there. Um, yeah, like independent cinema. We were kind of touching on this earlier. You know, you kind of, you going through what's going on um, with what you want to do with your production company and what this film meant for you. Um, I love indie films like i align so much with with josh and we're actually going to be trying to do things together because we're so local it's kind of nuts not to do things Good. together you know yeah. yeah so i live in massachusetts um i live in i live in taunton so i'm not that far from from rhode island at all because my mom actually no. lives there um so there's so many things close to new england <laughs> yeah, that's not true. I live in Rhode Island. I need to clarify. If it's more than five minutes away, it's too far. Oh, yeah, get, get out of here, Rhode Josh! Island, you know what? Rhode, I'm booting Rhode you. Get speak. out. <laughs> I grew up in California, where everything was forty-five to like you know three hours away. <laughs> Hell yeah! Um, but yeah, right. indie cinema is where it's at right now, especially you know since the pandemic. Indie has been really thriving in so many aspects not just in like the horror genre or anything like that but you see things on streaming uh, people releasing things on youtube now that are getting huge hits and they're all indie films you know or even local cinemas now are starting to show like shorts of people locally doing that or there's films that have never been shown before being shown on the screen before um it's really really cool and um i want you guys to kind of this take this moment and talk about the next event that you guys are doing kind of you know get it up and and fluff it up a little bit because i'm going to be getting this out before then let everybody know where the event's going to be um what's going to be taking place and then um we'll go from there cool yeah. you want me to take this josh yeah go ahead man uh, all right well uh so we are screening my indie thriller the killers next door 
I shouldn't say my, I mean, I wrote and directed it, but it's, uh, we have a, a whole amazing crew behind it, uh, and, and actors, uh, I couldn't have done it without, but we are going to be screening this Saturday, uh, October, uh, October 7th at the Capitol theater in Arlington, mass. We had originally, um, our first screening was in Seekonk and we had a lot of people that couldn't, even though we had a great turnout, we had a lot of people who couldn't make it and, um, were from the Boston area and, and they had uh, said, do one in Boston. So Josh and I were like, let's do one in Boston. And um, yeah, but we're going to try to have it be a repeat red carpet premiere event. Uh, this theater is, is great. It's, it's so like classic traditional old school theater. Uh, there's some ice cream parlor and, you know, all the great concessions and the theater is beautiful. Um, but we're going to do the little red carpet and have pictures, meet and greet at eight o'clock. We, we'd like people to come at eight o'clock. The movie will screen at nine. Um, we have a, we'll have a table set up uh, with merch. Uh, we got some killers next door swag, you know, some posters and stuff. Hell yeah. And um, and yeah, and then after the film, we'll do a, a Q and A, uh, and and we'll just be hanging out and and talking talking indie. You know, so it should be should be a good time. I, I hope uh, people can make it out. It's uh, it's it's a it's a great the film plays great in a theater. Uh, I mean, I, I I'm proud of the movie regardless, but it's honestly, I'm, I, you know, other people have told this to me, but it's a it, it's a different movie in the theater and a better movie in the theater. So I, I encourage you all to come check it out. It'll be a lot of fun. Hell yeah. I'm excited, man. Yeah, really, really uh, am. The uh, and I gotta add to that. So we played yeah. the trailer at the Dark Arts Festival that I just did, and um, people came up to me. The trailers that we did show, everyone that saw the trailers were like, "Hey, uh, are you showing these? And when and where?" So that 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 also helped. Right. And uh, you know, we did a Q and A after every every trailer and almost every film at the festival. So like you know, Michael killed it there too. And people were super engaged. Uh, people really liked the concept. So I'm like super excited to like get those people back out, you know? Yeah. Um, so that's pretty cool. Hell yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm really happy for, you know, what's going on uh, for you, for both of you, especially you, Michael, with a, with the film that we were just talking about it being, you know, something that you've been working on for a long time and to actually get it shown in the theater now and, and, practically sell out a, a venue is amazing and to go into a really nice theater too i'm so excited to be here and 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 then you know consume it there because like i watched it in tubi um so i'm excited to see oh, this cool. on the big screen and you know be there with the yeah. audience because that's what films are meant for to be yeah. an audience to yeah. be there with people watching it by yourself is kind of boring <laughs> absolutely you know the um there is a big difference to like so you can watch the film on Tubi, but you're you're missing out on watching it with your friends, and you're also missing out on watching it with the people that made it, yeah. and being able to meet them in person, take pictures, ask questions, be like, hey, you know, how did you do this scene? What is it like? That's really uh where it's at with independent film. And you don't get that with a lot of Hollywood big budget stuff. Like oh. the the whole idea is to actually showcase not not just the film itself, but the talented people that work in front and behind the camera 
that actually bring that film to life you know and it's yeah. a uh, it's a completely different experience in a theater get, like that the inside scoop yeah oh, why yeah. is why is david Pridemore such a, a, a gross evil man <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm just kidding he's a great guy but yeah. he, he really uh, is like i i gotta yeah. say uh talk so when you watch the movie and you see you two guys in on the screen and then you meet them in person and um they're completely different david is like a big hug he's like oh hey yeah. thanks for doing it. and like what a <laughs> nice genuine guy you know and then but on screen you're like i want to kill this guy <laughs> you know what i mean uh yeah, he really hit it out scary. of the park like, he did yeah yeah and uh you could see the reaction of people in the theater as well which uh, just adds to it. And then when he gets up and he's like, hey, everybody! Yeah. Everybody's like, wait a minute, that's the same guy? <laughs> yeah. Just like yeah. the, the little Instagram um, video you guys has put out of his high energy is just so funny. Oh, like, I, I, I can't yeah. wait to meet him. I really can't. I can't he's wait to meet you in the flesh either. But, I know, likewise. And uh, Josh, I'll be seeing you for like the, the, the fifth time in like a week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've been, uh, it's been event after event, right? Yeah. The, uh, yeah. So I'm pretty excited to do this. And that's, that's the whole idea too. Like um, the, these kind of events, it, it doesn't just help the, the film to get out there. It helps everybody because all these filmmakers are now talking to each other. Um, you know, now you and I are working together. And uh, if Michael needs anything, he's going to, you know, probably yeah. hit you up down the line and, and, you know, so on and so forth. And that's how you really bring a community together. I agree. Great. Um, Make these connections. You know, it's all yeah. about it's all about collaboration. It's, it's awesome. Hell yeah. Awesome. to meet yeah. people. And like, so uh, yeah. I'm proud to be like part of that and to really like try to spearhead it into like a really growing community of people that can actually like depend on each other to get things done. You know what I mean? And really help each other at the same time. Yeah. So, yeah, that's super important, uh, especially in like today's like culture. Like you have to be, you know, close knit with a lot of people or build like connections like constantly. I mean, yeah, you have like the social media and whatnot that does help, but it's so much. I don't know. It means way more when you're there in person and you can actually talk to these people and you know, help them with these events, like the ones you're doing with uh, the killers next door and getting people to see the people who made it and realize like, Oh, they're actually just guys. Cause a lot of the times when you bring out guests, they're like, Oh, they're going to be full of themselves. Cause they made a movie. No, 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 no. Everybody that I've talked to or have had on the show, like just listening and talking to you, Michael, like you are such a down to earth, genuine guy that I'm so happy and thrilled to see that you're thriving in theaters locally with these films and, and Josh to, you know, help spearhead that and, and really bring a community together and to have someone like me interview you because Josh was like, Hey, this guy's awesome. You should talk to him. I'm like, let's do it. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's so, it feels good. It feels really, really good. I, I appreciate you saying that. Cause uh, the, I, I agree. I, you know, I, I value uh, just being a good person, obviously, and, and and you know it doesn't matter what what anyone's working on or what someone has done. You know, we're yeah. all regular people, and um, and I just love making uh, making art and and working on projects and, and collaborating with people and uh, and 
I want to work with people who are good people. I don't want to work with a bunch of egos and divas and people who are expecting this, that, and the other. And, uh, you know, we're all, we're all on the same level here and, um, just trying to make a good, good project. So, yeah. Hell yeah. And, and, you know, I, I was just in a garage setting mouse traps and getting snapped on my thumb. So I'm not, (laughs) I'm not some big Hollywood star here. Yeah, man. That's awesome. The uh, that that's why I was late. I was uh, taking air conditioners out and mm. you know taking them apart and cleaning them out and stuff. And I'm covered in grime and yeah. So uh, I was like, oh, you guys just take it, man. I don't need to be there. So no, yeah, I get I it. To get you know, you on here to talk about what you guys are going and what you got going on. I mean, you have to be here. You're part of it, man. Yeah, I'm glad you hopped on, man. Absolutely. Well, well, the 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 thing of it is like so. You know, you hear about these local filmmakers, right? And I'm like, a guy made a full length feature in Rhode Island and I didn't see it. Like, where is it? And they're like, oh, it's streaming. And I'm like, so the guy never got to play it. And I, mm. so I watched it and I was like, this is pretty good. Like, this is a good movie. People need <laughs> to know who this is, especially like locally. Like, so the people you work with locally know who you are, but there's a whole bigger market locally of people who don't know who you are. And, uh, sure. you know, really like you're like, uh, you'll see, like this film hits a lot of emotional chords. Yeah. Um, and you know, I'm not going to say I lived a perfect lifestyle. I did not. So for me, I identify with the main characters because I, 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 I was on the streets. I did live a hard life. Then I came back and now I'm trying to, you know, straighten my life out, you know, 15, 20 years later, I'm still trying. So I can identify with that. And um, once I saw it, I was like, these guys have to be known. Like, I have to help these guys. And uh, yeah, then I just hit him up. I'm like, did you show it? And he's like, no. And I'm like, well, why not? Let's go. <laughs> you know, let's do it. And uh, it wasn't easy, was it? Like, we ran into a lot of roadblocks. Yeah, um, no, it was for sure. But, but uh, it, at, like with everything, you know, like it's, it felt very similar to putting a, a, a production together, uh, you know, yeah. planning this event. You know, we did hit some roadblocks and, and we had to scramble um, and had things kind of fall through on us. But it ended up working out in the end like it usually does, uh, luckily. <laughs> and um, and and you learn from that, you know, so I feel like this next one we're doing at, at the Capitol Theater is uh, is much a smoother of a process um it helps to have such an awesome uh manager slash host uh there uh, this guy david who is um he's the manager uh at the capitol theater and he's been kind of like working with us and and helping us plan it and he's just extremely accommodating uh, and making everything very easy so it's but, you know, we did it the first time and, and we learned from our mistakes, just like I was talking about making a movie, making the first movie, you know, and, and now I feel like, you know, we could collaborate and, and, and put any kind of event together, you know, I feel like we, we know what we're doing. So it's, it's good. There's so people show up. Yeah. yeah. So if you're in the area, <laughs> um, it'd be October 7th. Uh, we're recording this on the 4th, but this will be coming out a couple of days before then. Grab a ticket. Come say hi. It's going to be a lot of really awesome people there. You get to meet Michael, see David, see Josh. I'll be there. It's going to be a really, really fun time. So grab those tickets, support, you know, indie cinema, and um, just just watch films in general. Just just keep watching them. 
spread the word, you know. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, it'll, the it'll I, I didn't tell you, Michael, we went to Demons yesterday um, at their sister theater and we, we went for the show. Uh, oh, the Somerville? Yeah. 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 We yeah. went there for a show last night, actually. And uh, the the crew of the theater, I was helping them like promote that event. Um, so we were all just talking afterwards in like the back room or whatever. And they pulled me aside and they're like, we are so excited to show this film. And I was like, really? They're like, those guys are so awesome. And, you know, I haven't been able to get up there. I've been having um, personal issues, so I haven't been able to really get out of the house too much lately. Uh, but but they were like super excited and they're excited because it's it's like a local film and they're excited because people are going to come in who are genuine fans. And those people, they're going to keep coming to their establishment after that. You know what I mean? And they're sure. like, for for them, it's totally different than showing Barbie. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It's, great. it's like, great for the theater too. Yeah. It gets more more locals that want to come and see indie film, you know? Indie cinema. Uh, yeah, and that's really like and to 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 hear them talk um about you guys, like those guys were awesome, they were so fun. Like, so they I don't know if they told you they're doing two parkour um events uh in the two theaters next to us. So oh, wow. those are going to be going oh. at the same same time, uh, but they're not like doing parkour in the theater, but they're showing their parkour films. <laughs> so they're like, That's great. Um, yeah, they were like, you guys are going to really hit it off and you guys are going to have a great time. And I, I was dying. I'm like, I cannot wait for this. <laughs> like, awesome. This is going to be an event uh, regardless of who shows up, you know? Oh, I can't wait to meet these guys. That's awesome. Yeah, they're doing uh, their their home videos or or whatever of the parkour and uh, awesome. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited just to run into those guys. So yeah, Hell so yeah. it's gonna be an event if you show up, regardless. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome, and um, I'm really excited for it, and I hope everybody you know comes out has a great time. Um, but Josh, if there's any last things you want to say before I start kicking off the rest of this interview, um, I can let you go and finish what you need to do. But if there's any last words, um, you'd like to say on here, um, you got the floor, man. Uh, you know, um, yeah, I just like want to thank, especially, uh, Michael for taking the chance on me the first time. Like he had no idea who I was. Um, and you know, we, we, I set out on this venture and, uh, I kind of dragged him into it and then he had to pick up the slack and uh, that was like totally unexpected. But then he's like, Hey, that was awesome. Let's do it again. Yeah. And uh, I can't well, thank it wasn't, you. Enough, it wasn't your man. fault, man. You, you yeah. Really, yeah. But you know, um, things happen. you know, stuff happens. That's yeah. all it is. But uh, you know, I'm, I'm super grateful uh, for everyone that did turn out. And I got to say like everyone that I've worked with has been super chill, super cool. And like, you know, even though in the Dark Arts Festival, everyone was there, uh, hit me up afterwards and they were like, oh, the, the, every single person was like, everybody else was awesome. And you were part of that lineup. So you were one of the names that everybody was like, oh, that guy was awesome. And, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I appreciate that. And those are the kind of people that I, I want to work with. Um, and yeah. I'm like, I'm pretty stoked to do the event, like, especially this week now, it's like getting to be crunch time. Um, I'm not even really making anything. I'm just sharing everything you guys are putting out. 
<laughs> the well, uh, and you guys are killing it with the videos. Um, I went my, last weekend and I was just like, I'm going to make a bunch of little videos and we're going to post them all week. You know, that is how you stupid, do it. But you um, know, whatever. Yeah, I was yeah. trying to do the Q and A and then my computer uh, just crapped, and I was like, Ugh. all oh, the videos man. I worked on were go- are gone. <laughs> and oh, I was no. like, no. <laughs> Um, and I can't even get anything out of my hard drive yet. Oh, so, uh, oh god, that's, I hope you get them back, process. man. That's that's rough. Yeah, I have backup files of some things, but not everything. Uh, yeah. So here's hoping. But um, seriously, like I hope to see everybody there. I think it's going to be an awesome event. Everyone involved is really cool, and they're really interesting to talk to. Uh, so I think the meet and greet and the Q and A is going to be worth the ticket price, regardless um plus like uh, honestly like it's it's good networking anyway yeah like Mm -hmm. anybody who's involved in film or horror or promotion or a thriller or whatever like just go out and talk to people and this is the spot to do it you know so uh yeah i appreciate you guys dustin thanks for letting me come on man i greatly appreciate it Uh, dude you know you're welcome at any time like come on you can just text don't don't tell me that because then i'll want to take over it'll be the joshua show oh hey (laughs) no the thing is the way i view this show is if i bring someone on with your friend or a guest someone i've talked to you know once i want to hear you speak People aren't coming on here to listen to me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. They're here to listen to the guests. Or if I'm doing a review, then they're going to want to listen to that. But if I have a guest on, like today, I, I want Michael to be talking. I don't, <laughs> don't want to be talking. <laughs> so, you know. I'm really, uh, I'm really interested to hear the rest of the interview. So I'm pretty stoked about it. Hell yeah. um, I got to run now. I, gotta, I, gotta... I feel like I'm very repetitive. <laughs> oh, dude. No, no. That's, that's, no, it's all good. good. You're great. The... Uh, it, I, you know what? At some point, I should put the Q and A's out so people can really see like you're you're like when you answer questions, you're so in depth with the answer and like really spot on, and people are like locked onto you when you answer questions in the Q and A. So I can't imagine this would be any different. So oh, good, that's good to hear. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I will talk to you guys later. My wife's home, and now I have to go up and uh, you know shower and take care of the kids for bed. So. Well, see thank you real for soon, man. On, man. And, yeah, um, I'll see you guys Saturday. Uh, yes. And if you guys need anything at all, hit me up before then. I'll I'll make sure I get back to you ASAP. Awesome. All right, thank Josh. You, sir. We'll see you. Peace out, guys. Bye. All right, and we're back a second time. <laughs> we're back. Um, that was awesome. Josh is such a great guy. I'm I'm really happy that you you connected with him. And I'll be doing these events. And before we start going into more questions, I've also been starting to do some live events too in um, in the area. I, I host a lot of things up in uh, in Salem at Cinema Salem. I've shown some local films. Oh um, wow! I just showed um, Pool Party Massacre with Drew Marvick. Um, he came all the way from Las Vegas. He did that. That went really really well. So I'm really really cool. happy to see that you're doing shows locally and you're getting really good success that's that's something that that's saying a lot that you are making good shit <laughs> you know you have things that people want to see it's awesome man yeah well thank you I, I i definitely um you know i've tried to pride myself on on doing good work or at least the best work uh, i can do and but i couldn't have done any of it without the help of uh our cast and crew and and just support from the community and it's it's just such a team 
effort and collaborative effort and um and but it is uh it's something that it's nice to to be able to show it off finally you know you put a lot of work into any project and and you just look forward to the day where you can share it with uh you know whether it be the world or just uh, your community or, or friends or whoever but you know you want to be able to share it and and, and hopefully have people you know appreciate what you made and and are entertained by it that's the goal and yeah we've lucked out with these the, the first screening uh in seekonk uh, went really well and i i don't think i'm necessarily getting you know i i would love to have theatrical screenings for all all our projects that we put out there um but you know i i think um like for this one in in Arlington, uh, this this is probably going to be our last theatrical screening for the Killers Next Door, um, only because you you know you got to move on at some point. Yeah. You don't you don't want a, a project to get stale, and we do have uh, other other scripts and and other projects that are in the works that we want to move on to, and and I don't want people to, you know, I feel like you can you can start feeling like okay people are ready to see something else now yeah. you know this is getting gonna wait for the 10-year so. anniversary to do a new screening with some added scenes in there so i'm like hey i dug out these scenes let's uh show them an extended version in theaters yeah <laughs> you know <do laughs> yeah yeah like exactly that. that'd be awesome yeah. and you know and you know there are cult classics and everything so you know you yeah. never know maybe maybe it'll become something that be you know we do put out there again because like i said i i do think it plays really well in the theater but yeah, I'm um, excited about that to, experience. Yeah, it should be a lot of fun. But yeah. we wanted to hit both sides. You know, we got the the Seekonk one. We got all the Rhode Island folks and and um, people out that way. And, and now we'll get the Boston area. Um, I did promise, uh, you know, we may do one more screening at some point because I promised the people of uh, Danbury, where we shot it in New Hampshire, that uh, we would do a, a screening up there. But that it's such a small town that that probably won't be some big, huge event. It, it'll be something where I just go up there and, you know, get in touch with a bunch of people, and we'll like, you know, maybe do it outside or something. It'll be something fun, you know. That would be really but, cool. Uh, I, yeah, I want to do a, a a screening for them at some point too. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm 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 really happy for you. Um, and I I want to touch on on David Pride more on how he kind of became uh, attached to this project because. Yeah, as Josh was saying, he is such a character that you just want to you want to toss out the window, <laughs> you know. Um, and then you know, seeing how he is like in social medias and how like you know how uplifting and crazy he is, like he he's just a character all in himself. So like, how how did you um, get acquainted with him? He just auditioned for us. I didn't know him before the project. Um, he came and blew us away at the audition uh you know honestly i had in my head someone completely different um physique wise um for the character of bobby who who david plays and he came in and just kind of made me see the character in a, in a whole new way and um we had uh, my producer, uh, two of my producers were there. Um, one of them being Ann Mulhall, who was also did casting. She runs LDI casting. Um, and she, she was, was, you know, in, in full support. She thought she, he nailed it. And, and he, you know, he's immensely talented. Um, and I think can play, um, uh, you know, 
many different types of roles. Uh, you know, he, he seems to, because of his look, he might get typecast in some, <laughs> some grimy guys, but yeah. he's, uh, he's, he's a really good, good dude and, and, uh, and super talented and, uh, I think can play anything. And, um, and he's a joy to work with and I'll, I'll work with him forever if I have a role for him, you know, uh, or if, if, you know, if we work both as actors on projects together, whatever it is, uh, I would, I would always work with pride more. He's a good guy. Starting to feel we, we, young. we played, uh, you know, foster brothers in the, in the film and we, we pretty much act like we're brothers in real life now. So that's awesome. <laughs> he became a close friend. That's awesome. I, I love those stories too of, you know, just meeting people on set and then become like li lifelong friends and you start doing projects and stuff with them. It's so cool and, and very inspiring and humble, you know, to realize like you can make these friendships and connections. You now, yeah, you started it with a business, but now you're outside of that and you're talking to people, you know, every day, you know, about life and whatnot. Like I've done that with, with my show with some guests that I've had on that I never thought that I would ever be you know, close friends with, um, it, it's, oh, yeah. it's so strange, but it's like, life is just weird like that, you know, like you just come across yeah. people and like, they just get attached to your life in, in a, you know, positive way. And it's something that I never take for granted ever. Yeah, you shouldn't, uh, you know, that's, that's what it's all about. Yeah. And you, you want to work, you know, it's, um, you want to work with people who you know and 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 love and and who you know are great to work with but you also it's it's kind of this double-edged sword where it's like my goal is to be as collaborative as possible and give people opportunity right but at the same time it's hard to um it's hard to know who is who's great to work with and who who you might want to pass on um so you know, you tend to always pull in the people that you've already worked with, who you know make a make a great team for you already. But I I I, I go by a lot of recommendations. You know, like a, a lot of the cast and crew were people that, um, you know, a friend of mine knew or one one crew member knew this person. He's like, oh, I got to get, uh, you know, I I got a, a a guy for you or a girl or whoever, you know. But it's like you bring all these people in and 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 it's awesome when everyone just kind of gels you know and, and you then you can really focus on what the what the goal is you know you're all there together to make make a great uh, you know bring the story to life and make a great project oh yeah so it, it's nice when yeah when you have people that you know you enjoy working with but also become your friend at the at the end of the day hell yeah and that's what it's all Good. about you know and Oh my God, this movie, like it's still going through my mind. Um, and I want to, I want to touch on some of the things that, you know, it does hit really personal and I can only imagine that a lot of these things that you're writing in here is from probably a personal experience or something that you felt like the whole, um, you know, Sean and Roe situation with the, the relationship, like, you know, I've been there in a relationship where you felt like you were just, you were just there and you weren't really doing anything, but you were there because it was comfortable. And then like, you have to kind of break yourself out of that shell, but also with, with Bobby and, and, and Ryan, like I was there too, of, you know, being in a family, you know, with somebody who was somewhat toxic and you're like, I don't know if I need to be with them, but you're with them because you have nobody else, you know, or like yeah. even with, 
with Ryan's character of just trying to make ends meet, you know, going out mm-hmm. and filling out applications, going door to door. I've been there um, and, and, and I'm only 30 and I've been through a lot of things. And like this movie is, it's very personal and I feel that. And I like that, that it's vulnerable. It's a very vulnerable script. And for it to be your like, great to future, I mean, your, your feature, your first feature film that you've done that you've, you've written and you put out and you've shown out, but it's so vulnerable and so relatable that it is, you know, it's a thriller, but it's also, it really is a horror film at the end of the day because of how relatable it really is. And I love that. And I, I'm so happy that, you know, Josh turned me on to this and got got me in touch with you to talk about this and to kind of hear it from you. Um, so out of like the yeah. whole script, um, was all of it really like coming from personal things that you you may have experienced in your life or someone in your life has gone through something like that? Um, I mean, there's definitely pieces that uh, may have been from personal experience, but, um, you know, I, I, my, what exactly what you said, you kind of hit the nail on the head. You know, I wanted to make something that was relatable. Um, I think the number one thing in any story um, and, and with, with your characters in any story, especially is that you need to have empathy. You, you, they, these characters have to have empathy, no matter how awful a person is, you got to be able to relate in some way in, and otherwise you're not going to like any of the characters. You're not going to yeah. want to watch them. You're not going to find them intriguing or entertaining or, or whatever, you, you know, you're, you're going to be bored with them. So you have to be able to relate. And, and I thought having these four characters, um, you know, two from two completely opposite from the other two, um, you know, it's like, it's like you, you kind of get a little bit of everything. Um, you get the civilized side and you get the non-civilized, more animalistic side, you know, from the other side of the tracks, uh, so to speak. And there, there's also themes of, of like, you know, of wild animals in, in the film and, yeah. I'm not give too much away, but you know we, they, that that gets touched on in the film, and um, and we used to have uh, a lot more. Uh, like the original script had a lot more from Roe and Sean uh, that ended up getting cut uh, from the final film. Uh, we kind of shifted gears in a way to to keep the pacing up and to to make it more. Um, a little more suspenseful and, and the thriller keep that thriller aspect going where we shift the gears and kind of put the focus more on Bobby and Ryan. Um, because at the end of the day, it, you know, it's people I think would find these two ex convicts uh, on the run uh, a little more um, intriguing and, and interesting to watch than something than a married couple that their relationship's somewhat on the rocks. That's almost like too relatable where it's yeah. like people, people know that song and dance. They've seen this before. They, they, you know, maybe they relate and they, um, you know, can empathize with the characters, but they want to see something that they don't, they don't know what's going to happen next. And, and they, they want to under, understand who these guys are. And so anyway, that, we and and there was other factors in in play as well there you know it gets down to uh, you know there's locations where we shot um and and things with the um scenes that the married couple were in 
that it just it didn't didn't work how I had intended, and it was never the actor's fault. That Roe and Sean were fantastic, but just scenes that once you saw the the rough cut everything together, it was like you know things had to go on the chopping block. You know, you you want to get uh, you, we wanted to get our movie right around ninety minutes, and um, so there was there was things that had to go. We had um, a couple of characters who never even made the final cut, who were played by these amazing local actors. Uh, Ricardo Pitzwiley and and Dave uh, David Tessier, uh, they they played um, Sean's boss and his uh, coworker. Uh, there was a scene at, at Sean's job because uh, his he he wanted to push to get a raise and was kind of getting walked all over as his character does through most of the film. Yep. <laughs> and um and these these guys were fantastic and the scene was great, but. Once we, you know, had the whole film shot and we put everything together, it was like, uh, it doesn't really fit in the story. You know, like we we need to we need to keep this train moving and get up to New Hampshire and 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 get the couple crossing paths with these ex-convicts. You know, that's what the story is about. So, yeah. Um, but it's uh, it's it, I I do appreciate um hearing you say those things because my my main intention was to not make your average thriller slash horror slash drama like that is like um you know just a bunch of jump scares and violent and and <laughs> uh, you know I, I i wanted some story i want i wanted i wanted there to be depth to these characters and and for people to kind of like invest in them and, and root for them and and not just like wait for the next kill, you know. I I wanted it to to be more than that, and uh, and I think we succeeded. You yeah. know, some people I, I do feel like there's people who have watched the film. No one I know personally, but you know, you see you see reviews and and um and there's there's disappointment. People go into especially after seeing we have two sep two different trailers. We have one trailer that our uh, distributor cut together. And then we have another trailer that we cut together and our trailer is much more of a slow burn um, kind of paced out um, closer to what the movie is, I think. Yeah. And the distributors trailer uh, is a great trailer. It's cut together really well, but it's very action packed. And, it, and it's like it makes you think that you're going to get into this really um, intense ride, uh, you know, and our film is more of a slow burn. I mean, it, I think it pays off big time in the end. Yeah. And, and there's some very suspenseful, thrilling moments throughout, but uh, there there's uh, you know, and, and I am proud of the pacing. I think it moves, but at the same time, you, you do have some scenes where it's, it's just characters talking and uh, you know, and you're getting to know the, the environment and, and who these people are. And, you know, it's not your typical, like, uh, getting chased through the woods type of thriller. You yeah. Know. Yeah. I appreciate that. You know, you, you nailed it all right there. I love movies with great story and great characters and not just blood and people dying. Like, yeah, I, I, I enjoy them every now and then, but really I want a yeah. movie that makes me feel something. And this made me feel a lot of things. <laughs> oh, good. Um, and one of the things I want to touch on is your use of tension building and how wonderful everything works together, whether it be silence or minimal score going on or just how characters are interacting with each other. Like the, um, the 
the shop part with with Bobby and um and the and the girl, yeah, Penny, and that that whole like that's like what maybe like eight or ten minutes. It's got to be, or at least it feels that long. The long scene because yeah. of how insane the tension is and it does not let go you're like what when is this i was like saying when are you going to stop i legit said that when i was watching <laughs> i was like when is this going to stop because the tension on this is ridiculous like the way that that david is kind of you know working the scene and then seeing your character just being like uh, if you feel so helpless like i i don't know what to do because like you you want to agree with what your, your brother is saying because like you're with him and you see like oh yeah okay so this person was doing doing that because i see it but like wh- what we're doing right now is this morally right you know mm-hmm. and but you it always leans towards the we're doing it just because we can do it you know type thing and i i yeah. really really like that and there's other scenes that that happen throughout with with david like he there's just something about his aura when he's on screen, when there's tension happening with characters that he just, he nails it. And like every time and your supporting role during these with him doing whatever kind of act he's doing, I want to spoil anything for anybody who hasn't seen it. I know you're it. doing a good job. You're being, being <laughs> super vague. I know. Um, there's, there's so much that, that happens and you're just like at the end of it, you're like, Oh, I'm happy that's done. But it's like, why did that happen? That did not. That did not need to go the way that it went. But you're like, yeah. as as a viewer, you're thinking, like I'm thanking you for writing and directing and, and acting all this for putting something like this to screen to make me feel some sort of way during a film that a lot of films don't make me feel with tension, um, because it's one of those things that that can be cheesily done and done quick for a buck if you really want to do that. But in this case, with the writing, with the situations that people are in, because it's it's so close to real life that, yeah, this could happen and might be happening somewhere in the world, um, is crazy. And to feel that watching a film, an indie film, mind you, you know, local indie film with minimal characters making me feel uncomfortable but happy to feel something. So I have, I have to thank you and everybody that put this together for doing that. Cause not a lot well, of thank you. Thank you for, way. for getting it and appreciating it. You know, I, I'm, I'm a sucker for true crime shows and, Hell and, yeah, and, and <laughs> that kind of like Hitchcockian suspense. And, you know, that's, that's my, that's my thing. I'm just way into it. And, and it's uh, a lot of fun. I think that to me is scarier than, than the blood and guts and the, 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 you know, the crazy kills. Uh, <laughs> although, you know, they're, they're a lot of fun too, but it's, you know, that, that's the kind of stuff that gets, gets the, uh, the hairs on my arm, you know, standing up and stuff like that. And, and so I just, I appreciate a really long scene and I appreciate um, that kind of tension building. Uh, and, and like you said, if it's done right, it, it, it can really, uh, it can really work. We were very skeptical on the, that store scene because it, it is a really long scene. And, and, you know, on the cutting room floor, we went back and forth with if we were going to chop it at all. 
Um, and we ended up sticking with it because it just, it, you oh, know, it yes. felt, it felt like it worked. Yeah, if you and, cut that up in any way, I feel like it would have, it would have lost momentum. Because um, everything that happens, yeah. like it has a purpose for like the story that that's going on. I don't agree with the purpose <laughs> with like yeah. what's happening, but I I'm happy that you went forth and was like, yeah, we we have to keep this. We need this needs to be seen. Like this is something that people need to feel. You need to know where these people are coming from, um, especially with Bobby because he's kind of a mysterious character. Especially as mm -hmm. soon as you like you meet him with with um, Ryan, your character, you get to know him pretty quick i feel you yeah. really dive into him i'm like where he stands as a person but with bobby there's so much mystery shrouded in with him like who is this guy what does he want and then every time there's like a situation you're like is he gonna do what i think he's gonna do sometimes yes sometimes no but when it is yes it's usually worse than what you think is gonna mm -hmm. happen and um that that's that's great that's great direction great writing great acting everybody oh, together thank i you. think amazing amazing job that's awesome to hear yeah it, it, it came together well um you know i i i just uh i like that kind of attention building and you know i, I always bring up uh hitchcock's bomb theory uh because that's kind of what we we were really going for throughout as far as the tension building but it's like it's much more um, it's much more interesting and it's much more suspenseful if um, there is a, you know, there's a bomb. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm saying I should have said it the opposite way, but like if there's a <laughs> bomb and the bomb just explodes, it's going to scare you. But you didn't, so you didn't know there was a bomb. Suddenly a bomb just goes off. Boom. What is scarier is knowing that there's a bomb and not knowing when it's going to go off. Yeah. That is his bomb theory. And so that's kind of what Bobby especially is, his character is, is that you know he's this ticking time bomb. You don't know what's going to happen next, but you know something's going to happen. Um, and so, you know, you just keep building on that tension. Uh, you know, the, we really wanted to push that fly-on-the-wall feeling for the audience and, and um, just kind of be along for the ride and, and be like, oh, no, don't do that, please. He's not going to do that, is he? You know? Yeah, I just I love that kind of stuff. Hell yeah, um, and I can't wait to meet David. I'm gonna tell him all this and be like, "Why are you such a psycho?" <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but um, let's move I on to um, location scouting, and you kind of touched on this earlier. I think we said this in the interview of like your family and having like a mini community and whatnot helping with this. But um, I know some of this was shot in Rhode Island and then in New Hampshire, correct? Correct. Okay. Yeah, we had uh, we were up in New Hampshire for almost two weeks. Uh, the majority of the film is shot in New Hampshire. Um, around my my family has a cabin up there that I've been going to for years, and that's actually what was the inspiration for the script. Um, is is the location? Uh, I you know I knew I could shoot on their property, and I knew they were very supportive of, of me making a movie up there. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of land around and I, I loved the, the town um, uh, that it was in and just having that kind of, you know, it's just such a great backdrop for a movie. And um, and I live in Rhode Island, so there was uh, some scenes that we shot here in Rhode Island. A few of the scenes that I mentioned earlier that were cut 
from the movie were shot in Rhode Island. So there's not really that much of Rhode Island that you'll see in the final film. The The opening scene is, is at a restaurant that's here. Um, but yeah, the, the majority of the film is in New Hampshire. Um, and yeah, we just, you know, we, we worked with what we, what we had, um, you know, New Hampshire was great because just the town was very supportive of us shooting there, like that store, that general store. You know, I just kind of I lucked out because it happened to be closed for renovations. So <laughs> the owner was all about us shooting in there. And it, it wasn't like he was going to lose any business because he was closed anyway. So yeah. it, it was it was great. Um, and and then everything else was mostly just kind of in the woods and at my family's cabin. So we had the, you know. We, we we could do whatever we wanted um but we were on a really tight schedule so it was it was it was it was a challenge um but at least the locations weren't uh, you know we weren't worried about overstaying our welcome or anything like that wow that's awesome um you gotta go bring some posters and stuff to the, the little shop there be like hey you're in the film so here's here's some merch yeah. from the film no i'm yeah. definitely gonna be next time i go up there i'm gonna bring them some t-shirts and posters and stuff yeah. absolutely that's awesome a little landmark yeah. that you're that you've created over there that's that's really really cool um, yeah another question i wanted to ask is if you search this movie on google it says respite road um so was that a, a working title or or no that was our that was our original title that ah. that was the title of the film and once we got distribution um the distributors wanted a, a, another title wanted a new title because they they didn't think respite road was going to be very um eye-catching or or you know attractive to a viewer you know that they were going to scroll through whatever streaming platform and see respite road that they that that wouldn't uh, hit home and i get it um you know i totally understand uh we we kind of went back and forth with uh, so many titles and landed on the killers next door which in my opinion is probably the more generic of all the titles that we had pitched to them and of course they they went with that one. <laughs> it has killers um, in the name. Of course they're going to go yeah, for it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's what they wanted. They want, you know, it's got to say death. It's got to say yeah, killer. Yeah. <laughs> it's got to say, you know, something scary. Um, I understand it. And obviously I want this movie to do well uh, sales wise. So I, I, we, we went with the killers next door and then the, the title works and I'm fine with it now, but I, I did always love, respite road um it respite road was uh kind of my my uncle has um this street sign uh and you can see the respite road street sign in the film film. (laughs) yeah he he has a street sign that was uh at the bottom of his driveway and it said penny lane because my family were huge beatles fans um and so when i saw the penny lane sign i was like that's going to be the title of the film not penny lane but whatever title we go with it's going to be that that street sign so we have to come up with something that is a street street name and um and that'll be our title and my wife actually came up with respite road and um because she knew the kind of um the the respite wasn't only for what the name what the word means which is like you know taking a a break and or a brief pause really 
um, uh, you know, at, at your cabin and, and kind of relaxing. Um, but respite also had to do with the kind of tension building and, and uh, you know, stretching, stretching moments out. You know, the, the, I, I wanted to play with pauses uh, throughout the film and have these really awkward, tense moments where you want someone to say something and they're not saying anything. And they, these kind of long pauses. And so I, I love the title for for the layers that it had. But, you know, we're the killers next door now, and that's totally fine. We'll, we'll always be Respite Road at heart. And yeah. and I love that you can still see the street sign in the movie. Yeah, that's that's awesome. And it's been a blast talking to you. Uh, you over too, an Dustin. hour chatting. Yeah, I was like, film. wow. <laughs> um, I, that's why I love doing this show is like you get to do these deep dives and, and talk to people um, and just learn about what they're doing. And just hear your story, you know, see where it all kind of began and see where you are now and seeing these events that you're doing locally and building this community. And now I can call you a friend, family, you know, you're, you're yeah. on the show. So you are, you're lumped in there with all the rest of them. <laughs> Good. You know, I, I, I hope to be back, man. I'll, 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 I would love to come on the show anytime I got a project to promote or just if you wanted to have me on for, for any reason, you know, oh, yeah. it's great talking I mean, to you. It's, it's great. And I'm really, really happy to see where, you know, your film's going now and getting the recognition that it really deserves. Um, uh, is actually, is there any physical releases of this film? Was it only VOD? No, only VOD. Yeah. We didn't go the DVD route or Blu-ray or anything. Um, we've just, just because i mean same reason why we didn't really go the theatrical release route it just it was extra it cost extra money um and also uh the distributors just frowned against the dvd route um because it's you know slowly becoming obsolete even though there's many collectors out there that yeah. like to have a hard copy of it but um you know it's it is what it is i i would love to i i feel like we had you know, had some back behind the scenes stuff that we could have put in a nice little package in a DVD as well. So it could have been fun, but we, we try to put that all out on our social media anyway, which by the way, we we have a killers next door, Instagram and Facebook page. Um, we've been promoting the heck out of this uh, screening coming up, um, on Saturday. So, uh, if, uh, for anyone listening, um, if you want more info on the screening, you can go to the Capitol Theater website, but also find us on on social media on Facebook or Instagram. The Killers Next Door, my production company, JL Pictures, is also on there. Um, but yeah, you'll definitely get all the info you need. Awesome. Get well, tickets and come see our, our great film. Yes, support <laughs> indie cinema any way yes. you possibly can, um, regardless of genre or, you know, budget anything like that just support it thing that i've been yeah. so adamant about that over the last geez like year now really of how incredibly fast indie cinema has been taking over theaters and just movies in general and how much recognition they're finally getting not just because of the strikes that are going on but because of the films that were put in theaters last year and realize oh there's a market for this there's people who want to see um lower budget films and not see all this you know crap that the studios are putting out because it's just like rehashed yep. garbage you know most yeah. of the time oh and i know a lot of recycled content out there it's yeah 
And like oh. you're, you're not going to get real good content unless you go into the people that grassroots indie people who are doing it with like little to no budget, doing it with a with a phone. You know, this yeah. this movies that have came out like this movie called Threshold that came out a couple of years ago. That's all filmed on an iPhone, and it's hmm. really really good. Um, I gotta look that up. I yeah, it's it's really it. good. Uh, okay. It's a horror film. Yeah, it's really cool. really good. Um, so, I mean, seek it out any way you can. Um, if you're a filmmaker and you're worried that you're going to make something and no one's going to watch it, make it anyway. Just yeah. to say that you did it. Like, you made something. You put it out there. It will find an audience. I promise. Like, oh, yeah. Regardless of what the subject is, there's going to be someone out there looking for that. Um, so, I've always been very, very, you know, forward on indie filmmaking and, and whatnot and to make sure you're supporting that. I'm not saying don't go support like the you know the big companies out there or production heads. You can do that too, but always sure. make sure that you have, you know, a little bit of room in there for the the little guys. Oh yeah, <laughs> hell yeah. Well, that's that's some of the best original stories and content you're going to get anyway. You know, like what we were just saying. I, I do love mainstream film and TV, yeah. uh, but there's there's just a uh, a lot of like remakes out there and just mm -hmm. you know stuff that it's like or okay i've been there done that you know it's like trilogies that we don't need yeah <laughs> come on i know <laughs> oh man but this is awesome um so happy to talk to you before the show and and i'm really excited to meet you in person now and you know give you likewise a, give you a nice hug and say good job dude uh, this <laughs> Thanks, is amazing man. and um yeah, just keep doing what you're doing, and um, I'm excited for your next project. Cool. Yeah, well, I look forward to seeing you Saturday, and I look forward to seeing all of you yeah. Saturday. Hell yeah. <laughs> so uh, um, all of Michael's links that he was talking about earlier will be down below, especially places for you to find the movie. If you're not locally, if you want to watch it, go do that. Support it any way you can. And um, we'll see everybody on the next one. Yeah.